1: All right, welcome back. Zazzle, Rams and Amber here. It is a Wednesday morning. The Heat, they take on the Atlanta Hawks looking for nine in a row. Willie Reed, Heat Center, joining us here in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Uh, Willie, how how has the attitude of the team, how has the mood of the team changed, if at all, right now compared to when you guys were sitting at 11 and 30 on the year?
2: Well, it's just all about getting better. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Um, every single day, taking it one day at a time to get better. I know it sounds cliche, but our coach said was make sure that we take care of the locker room, make sure that you know that we stay together and everything else will start to work out. As long as we keep putting our head down, like putting our hard hat on, and keep going to work every single day.
1: Was there a point where you guys were maybe at your lowest, where you were just supremely frustrated with how many close games you were losing?
2: No, because you can could, you could see us getting better in those close games. I mean, that's that's NBA basketball. I mean, you want to be able to to win those close games, but you want to learn and have that experience. And I know it's tough losing them, but we gained a lot of experience there, and that's helped us here, you know, in these fourth quarters and this win streak where our defense has been uh, unbelievable.
0: Well, it also seems to me like a lot of guys that weren't planning on seeing a lot of time this year uh, are, are basically stepping up, especially with Winslow and, and Richardson, and even Hassan taking a little bit of time off, and Goron at the beginning of the year finding it his way to come in and off the court. But but it seems like everybody else just keeps continually stepping up for everybody.
2: Well, yeah, we we have a lot of pieces, and um, that's the good thing. We're a very versatile team. Um, so any given night, it can be anybody. Um, right now, it's Goron and Dion leading the way, and we're just following their lead, and going out there. And, uh, and and using that energy. And uh, then the rest of us are just going out there and giving everything we have. And then, it's, like like Coach said, everyone is going to have their moment. Um, he said that at the beginning of the season, you know, there's no doubt. But he wants us to all come together and be able to have our moment to win as a team. And I think that we're really starting to understand that and grasp that.
1: You know, Willie, you've uh, you've done a terrific job off the bench this year and in the few spot starts that you've gotten, even recently when Hassan has been out and you've had a couple 20-point games in those games that you've started for Hassan, uh, you've been great this year. I wonder if there's a point this year where your second year in the NBA after spending a, you know several years in the D League and bouncing around, has there been a point this year where you were able to say to yourself, I, I definitely belong in this league?
2: Yeah, I definitely believe that I belong. Um, every single day I understand that I trust the work that I put in and understand that God's put me in a position to be able to, to be successful. Um, so I keep continuously praying. I keep continuously going in and putting in the work just so that I can, I can make sure that I feel that success and, uh, and understand that you know what it takes to be a consistent pro.
1: But I guess there's a point where you I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to be looking over your shoulder anymore. Like you're not a D League player. You definitely belong in the NBA and you belong in an NBA rotation and a contributor like on this team with the Heat. So I wonder, do you ever get to the point where you don't have to worry about, hey, uh, you know, am I going to make the team or, you know, is 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 am I good enough to be in this league? Like you don't have to look over your shoulder anymore, Willie.
2: Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a good feeling to have, but I think that's been my mindset to where I, the reason why that I've been able to play consistent and the reason why I've been able to, to play the way I have been playing because that's my mindset, just knowing that that's where I came from. That's a part of me, so I'm always going to keep that in my mind and, and and have that in my mind whenever I'm going out there to work out and everything, so um, I understand where, you, where you're coming from, but I still have that in my mind, like, I have to prove that I belong every single day, even when I'm I'm playing well, because it's all about being consistent. That's the biggest part of showing that you belong, is having the consistency for a whole season.
0: In your angle, what is your thoughts and reason why the Miami Heat is such a special organization? Because we hear Dion, who Dion came from another team and he he's seen his fair share of NBA as well, but he he seems to say that he's found a home here. It's he's playing my basketball, my Miami Heat basketball. That team aura. What is what is your explanation of the Miami Heat aura?
2: Um, when we came in, they said that they're known as the most physical team, the most professional. Uh, and I think that you can you can see that um, with everything they do, you know, obviously before this win streak, they were still super pro- uh, professional, and made sure that we still came in and got that work in every single day. Um, it was never about uh, just trying to make sure we get to the next season. It's always taking one game at a time, um, making sure that not only on the court are they professional, but they make sure that we eat right, we eat healthy. So that our body fat is low, they transform some players' bodies, and it's been amazing to how their play has even risen because of that. And they make sure that you're in shape, and I think that that's the biggest thing, especially in a long NBA season. Um, that a lot of teams you don't practice a lot, but we get we get after it, and we make sure that our conditioning stays the same, and that that way we're able to to have fourth quarters like that where we can get stops defensively when the other team gets tired
0: now that I got the media athlete questions out of the way, I want to go athlete to athlete and let me know what your thought is on another athlete calling out another athlete, like the way that LeBron did with Mr. Charles Barkley. Cause I thought that was a little over the top.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, every player is different and we all handle, you know, situations, um, the way we handle it. Um, obviously I feel like at some point you, like you can handle things better, but, um, you know, you you just have you have to figure out a way to just lock in and focus um, on the on the task at hand. And LeBron is obviously um, the best player in the world right now, and I feel like that uh, just like lock in and and figure out a way to to make sure everything is right, you know, within the team.
1: I feel like that'd be uh, a but, good thing one day, Willie. If Charles Barkley like ever rips into Willie Reed, like that'd be a good thing if Charles Barkley's talking about you, right?
2: Oh, no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I know that you know LeBron has a, a different expectation. Um, I mean, obviously, he's, he's the greatest in, in the world right now, so he's going to have a, a target on his back. He's going to have that expectation.
0: I, okay, think, I think I think he's a little bit salty too. The fact that he probably just had the worst month he's ever had in about a decade in his playing career, and I yeah, think you just all have, fell on Charles. Yeah,
1: yeah, you guys have a much better record, Willie, than number one Cleveland Cavaliers. Like you guys, uh, second half of the season so far, you guys have a much better record than the Cavs. What do you think about that?
2: I mean, this, this is a testament to coach and then in the process. So. That's right. That's <laughs> right. never given up the type of guys we have.
1: Okay, so talking about the coaching, I want you to, to explain to me how you experienced this, all right, because last, uh, last game, okay, was as extreme as I've ever seen, all right? I've been on the Heat broadcast now for seven years, so uh, Coach Eric Spolstra's entire tenure with the Heat, all right? And and a couple ga- couple nights ago, the last game, all right, Coach Spolstra, you see him where he runs onto the floor when he calls the timeouts, Willie. I know you see it, all right? Everyone sees it. And there was a game, There was a play where there was a jump ball. You may have been on the floor in the moment, but there was a jump ball in front of your bench, okay? You guys are on the floor. Coach Spolstra, Willie, he ran into the paint to call the timeout. I mean, co- Coach has got to be careful. He's going to get run over by someone out there.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. That's just, that's just how passionate he is about winning. And you respect that. Um, that's your coach is your leader. And yeah, you have a leader, you know, in the locker room. You have a guy like Udinas, but you know, we all follow the coaching staff because we understand when he has a game plan, we feel like that that's the best opportunity for us to win. So we follow his lead, and we know that he's passionate about it. That only makes us even more passionate about it.
1: Do you have uh, have you had much interaction with the great Alonzo Mourning this year? Does he ever come down and teach you a few moves down low in the post?
2: Well, yeah. Every time I I see uh, Alonzo, I try to I try to pick his brain as much as possible. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, um, obviously one of the best defensive players to, ever, to play in this league. So I want to pick his brain as much as possible, and I try to pick everyone's brain as much as possible. Um, Udinas, I mean, everybody who's played, and like I said, they have rings. I just wanna I want to learn how to be the, the best pro I can possibly be, and I feel like Udinas and Alonzo and and those guys in this organization ha- can show me that.
1: Is, is UD still the toughest guy in the team? Because for years, I mean, UD is the toughest guy in the team. That's what I wanted to know. I want to but, know if
0: OG Triple OG UD is still the guy.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing, Willie. Like, UD's very tough, all right, Liberty City, but James Johnson, I mean, dude's a black belt. Like, James Johnson, he's very tough, too.
2: Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I mean, James is tough. Uh, UD is tough. We have a lot of tough guys on our team, and. I think that that's helped us to be able to lock in and turn things around during this win streak. But at the same time, we, UD is a great leader. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, he's the guy. Like, he's not playing much, but he still, you know, whenever before games, he'll he'll call me. He'll call me in. He'll get Derek in. He'll get um, Ocaro in, and we'll play two on two before the game. You know, and full court, and we'll get after it. And I think that. Um, you know he's been consistent. I mean, he's been the model of a pro. Willie, you uh, guys will play uh, two on. You got. guys,
1: Willie, you guys will play two on two full court. Willie, really, does he make you do that? Does he like yeah. strong arm you guys
0: and say, "Look, man, I'm trying to get my cardio in here real quick," and you're like, "Hey, oh, hey, man, UD, I gotta play in a little bit."
2: No, that's a chance. A three time champion. He's if that's what they if that's what they've done, you know. In the past season, and they have three rings, I'm going to do whatever it takes.
1: Who's who's a tough guy on the team that I'd be surprised is a tough guy? Luke Babbitt? Luke Babbitt a tough guy?
2: Mm-mm. Yeah, Luke, Luke, Luke is pretty tough. He's tough? Yeah, I think he's, he's pretty tough uh, on the floor. Uh, obviously, he's going to give everything he has, and he's, he's never going to back down from competition. I who's, love the, who's
0: the guy you got to sleep with one eye open? Is it Goron and his KGB crew? Who's the
2: guy you got to sleep one eye open with? <laughs> It's the quiet ones you gotta yeah. watch out that's for. That's right, that's right.
1: Goron. Gor- like I feel like Gor- I feel like sometimes Goron gets tried out there on the floor, Willie, but I think Goron's probably a really tough dude.
2: I don't think anybody wanna mess with that. What do you call it? The cold shoulder that Goron has? That's right, the cold shoulder. That shoulder. That's right, the cold
1: <laughs> shoulder. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, are you uh are are you involved? Are you you up to you dialed in on the Super Bowl this weekend, Falcons and Patriots. Is that something you and your family are watching?
2: Well, my my son was actually born in Springfield, Massachusetts. And while I'm here, I want to I want to make sure I missed my opportunity during the game last week, but just to give my son a happy third birthday and my upcoming son, my youngest son uh, uh, to get ready for his uh, first birthday. So I want to tell them happy birthday there you um, go. right now while we're on the air. There you go. But just making sure. I mean, he was born. My oldest was born in in Springfield, Massachusetts. While I was in the D League, so. Um, I guess we can. We want the the Patriots to win, but I don't really care since the Chiefs are out of it.
1: Oh, oh okay, yeah, you're from you're from Kansas City, so you're a big Chiefs guy. Well, so so why why aren't you why, why are you rooting for the other uh, AFC team? You should you know Patriots Chiefs. They don't like each other. Root for the Falcons with us.
2: Yeah, you know what? I I, I, do, I want to see a good game, but I I just I can't I can't stand it, the fact that the Chiefs. You know, I literally don't really watch football when the Chiefs aren't playing. It is really sad. I'm really that kind of fan.
1: That's all right. Well listen, you got you gotta focus on your NBA career, I understand.
2: Yeah. All right, Willie.
1: Well, listen, uh, keep up the great work. And uh, Oh, by the way, which do you think is a better feeling, okay? If Willie Reed were to slam dunk on a dude's head, okay, big moment of the game, you get a big slam dunk, you put someone on a poster, is that a better feeling? Or, like, say, when Dion Waiters, he hits, like, the game-winning three and he gets to pose against the Golden State Warriors. Like, which do you think is a better feeling, huge slam dunk or big three-pointer?
2: I think it's the big three-pointer. And on the office you can see that I'm out of play i um, in Brooklyn where I got a slam dunk over someone, but when Dion knocked down that three against Brooklyn to bring us back and cap off that run, when Dion knocked down that three against Golden State Warriors, I mean, that is exciting. And then we all get to do the Dion pose. So I think <laughs> everyone's enjoying, uh, you know, other people's success, and I think that's the biggest thing.
1: Excellent job, Willie. Uh, and, again, a uh, big happy birthday to Willie's boys out there, right?
2: Yeah, definitely, and, and, a, and a shout out to Deion Waiters on East Conference Player of the Week.
1: There you go, there you go. I like it. Team player, Team Willie Reed. Team player. Keep up the great work, Willie. We appreciate it down here, man.
2: All right, thank you. I appreciate it.
1: All right, that's Willie Reed right there, Heat center. Uh, hey, you know, not not to toot my own horn here because I don't normally like to do that, but I was I was I was on the Willie Reed bandwagon in training camp this year. I was like I, I he has improved a great great deal. He is a legitimate. NBA center like you're you're not scared when Willie reads on the floor for us on white side he can handle himself he definitely can handle himself
0: he's like Floyd Mayweather too, dodging them questions about Charles Barkley and LeBron James he didn't want to touch that
1: I like I feel like when you ask him I don't know if he's up to speed with that gossip he knows exactly what's going so? oh
0: my god okay yeah. I
1: wasn't sure like maybe he's not you know reading all the gossip no they're all sitting stuff. on their
0: stools all right sitting there in front of their lockers and say oh my god did you
1: hear what LeBron just said okay well listen the last thing that Willie Reed needs is someone walking up to LeBron yo LeBron we think about what Willie Reed said and then LeBron's like who like that's like that's the last thing Willie Reed needs plus
0: I love how you throw the guy under the bus by talking about how long he's been in the D League and How many teams has been around? No, that was praise. That was praise. You got a funny way of praising people. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.